This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. So, it's been a while, welcome to the show. If you're not familiar with the show, this is a comic book review show that we do, we're trying to do every week, where we take the books from the past week, and then we recap and review them and tell you what we thought about them, and then we recommend books that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up. Normally, that's how it works. Uh, lately... We've been kind of like all over the place. I took a trip out to Denver Comic Con or Pop Culture Con. It's not all about comics. Identical to every con. So, you know. But with more pop culture. Nope. Just more the same pop exact thing. Because you were there. That's right. It was. It was popped up because I was there. And uh, I even got on the website. It was a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, if, I, if you're watching the show and you saw me, hello. Great to see you again. Um, so, because of the trip, I wasn't able to do this. We were just so busy. I. I had a lot of backlog of stuff editing that I had mm-hmm. to do um, because uh, it's, you know, it's a joint effort, but I'm the one who edit- edits most of the things. Yeah. Unless you're watching Letters Page, <laughs> another show that we do where we open up packages and letters from the audience. It's you guys. Uh, Tiffany edits the show now. We've got Is two you? in a row that you've edited. Woo! Yeah. And uh, and they're, they're really I'm fun. You, you, <laughs> you, you infuse a, uh, a level of like enthusiasm and an exuberance that I am just incapable of doing at this point. Nice. And so I'm la- I'm glad that you're uh, that you're you've taken up the reins. It's, Thanks. It's infused new life in the show that I otherwise wouldn't be able to pr- produce. Right. So I'm really glad that that's happening. Um, so what we do here on this show is we're gonna we're gonna talk about each book. Uh, we're also going to be encouraging you guys out there to hang out with us and chat with us. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna be able to do that? I mean, the chat's going a mile a minute, and it's not really, but like the reality <laughs> is sometimes when the conversation gets going, it really does. And uh, part of the encouragement that we try to give you for that is uh, to use the super chats. Uh, the super chats are a great way for us to support ourselves. <laughs> And, uh, that's exactly what it is. That's how it works. And the the reality is, like, as you can see here and behind us, like, we have a studio now. Uh, it's primarily supported entirely thanks to you uh, through Super Chats and Patreon, which, of course, you can visit by going to patreon.com slash comicpop and uh, see if it's right for you. we got a lot of, like, rewards and updates, behind-the-scenes access and early access to back issues. We just shot four episodes pretty much in a row. I've got two out of five cuts ready to go um wow i'm I'm really excited uh and i actually have to shoot one and get that out between those because one of them has to be a spider-man episode that's right oddly enough i don't have a spider-man episode ready to go as i normally do oh we do have an actual spider-man episode because uh i did uh family business yeah uh, a while back you actually were on it it was you me and i believe ben yeah and uh we did that for a comic story but they unlisted the video and it's no longer really part of the comic story family so i did a little bit of creative editing uh, gave it the old, like, gave it a little spit polish, gave it the new intro we use. And nice. uh, so that episode will be re-uploaded to our channel at some, uh, at some point in the future. At some point. At some point. Who yeah. knows? But I feel like it's a good idea to probably do a new episode yeah. rather than a rehash of Might as well. But I'm, I'm really thrilled to be bringing that episode back into the Comp Pop family. Because a lot of people are asking, like, because the sticklers, the people who like comic books, want to know about the numbering. How many episodes of Backwishes are there? You know? There's, an, there's, there's, a, there's a secret there's one. There's a secret. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to talk about books that came out this week. We're also going to talk about books that came out last week because we missed last week's episode. Yes. So uh, we are going to talk about The Last Night on Earth. We are going to talk about Doomsday Clock. Yes. But uh, we're going to hang on to those. Uh, Let's jump into some books that came out this week. Okay. Uh, So you want to start off? We can talk about Savage Avengers. Let's do it. Uh, Savage Avengers number two, which is uh, written by Jerry Duggan with art by Mike Deodato Jr. Uh, This is, I believe, Deodato's swan song. This is him leaving the book. 
or Marvel entirely. Dale oh. Dunn is leaving Marvel. Wow. And I think comics, I think he's retiring. Oh, okay. Um, so... He's going to leave off on Savage Avengers. Why not? It's like, I want to draw Conan. Yep, and indeed he does, as you can see. Mm-hmm. Conan is happening. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany, you want, to, you want to take the reins on this one? Uh, Yeah, all right. I mean, it, it, if, if, you're, if you're not familiar with the Savage Avengers, uh, it has nothing to do with the Avengers at all. They're simply using the brand that yeah. people know well, that Marvel has. Yeah. Uh, and basically saying, like, here's a bunch of characters that are have no problem murdering people no. all in one room. Right, but it's also, it's a, it's a double-edged sword in a way, or it's a dual meaning because mm-hmm. they're in the Savage Land. Yeah. So there are savage individuals in the Savage Land, presumably where they belong, I guess. Um, but this book kind of like talks a little bit about the Savage Land itself, how it's like has like a, a mythology to it, almost like the Bermuda Triangle. Yes. Um, you know, people have gone down over the the Savage Land. Um, we see like a World War Two, yes. I say, uh, fighter pilot, uh-huh. a German, and um, his plane hits a pterodactyl. <laughs> right. That happens sometimes. Sometimes you just hit pterodactyls, mm-hmm. at least over the Savage Land you do. And he lands in the Savage Land and spends some time there just killing dinosaurs, trying to stay alive. Yeah. He finds a like city, the ruins of a city, where he runs into Cullen Goth, who is the sorcerer. Yeah, now what's up with Cullen Goth? Uh, I looked him up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's not like a hidden secret Marvel character. Cullen Goth is a Conan character. Yeah, no, which is a Marvel character. Well, yes, because Conan (laughs) was with Marvel for a while. Yeah, no, he is a Conan sorcerer um, who's here attempting to use blood to raise a blood god. It happens a lot in Conan. There's like things that happen in Conan. It's like one, snakes. Two, Conan's going to climb a wall. And I guess three, there's going to be blood. Oh, naturally. And like some sort of sorcery attached to said blood. Yes. Uh, Paul, uh, Paul Anderson's film, There Will Be Blood, almost featured Conan. It's true. It's um, true. Because you could not help it. But you know, Schwarzenegger was busy at the time. He it's was gonna, true. He was going to jump into that role. Yeah, but... he was the governor, I believe, when they were working on that. So, so. Yeah, they went a different way with it. It was. It was. It would have been a weird interpretation. Right. But, Somewhere, yeah. another, in another multiverse, that movie exists. Yeah. Um, but, you know, basically, like, this dude's, like, always looking for people to serve him and to be able to, like, do mean, nasty, horrible things. And this mm-hmm. guy fits right in. He yeah. served Red Skull. So he's like, right on. Cool. You're okay. in. You're, you... you're, you're part of the organization now, my man. Um, so we check in with, like, the current day. Current day. Yeah, what happened last time? Because oh, it's been a while. Yeah, so um, they've been collecting, like, the blood of, like, important people, well, like, but also those who would spill blood. Like, it's kind of like, it's like a mixed yeah, bag of things take, they They'll take, like, need. musicians and scientists and researchers, it's doctors, like, like, you know, just, just the best like, of the best. really good at what they do. Yes. And so, naturally, you need Wolverine. Right. he's the best at, at what, what he, he does. does. Um, but they collected Brother Voodoo. Um, and because he's the second best at what he does. <laughs> he's the best at being brother voodoo. That's true. Yeah, he's the best damn brother voodoo unless you're talking about Jericho. Um, yeah, and uh, his throat was slit. Wolverine didn't get there in time. He couldn't stop him. No. Um, so instead, Wolverine, like you know, goes after um, like the sorcerer's there, who I believe is the German, not yes. sorcerer, but like the minion. He's the he's the German guy. Yeah. And um, he doesn't get a chance to actually kill him before the guy poofs away. Mm-hmm. And like Wolverine's like, okay, hang on. I'm going to try something. I'm like, we're going to make up something. Yeah, here. we're just going to make up something that's really weird. It's going to, here, it's going to be great. Listen, he's magic. It's going to be fine. So Wolverine's like, here we go. 
I'm gonna open up my own like like wound here yep. so I can bleed, and then I'm gonna use my claws and open up Brother Voodoo's chest. I'm gonna grab his heart and like drip blood into it. Well, first he kind of like tries to massage it, I guess, to bring it back, I suppose. And then he just pours his own blood on. It. He's like, let's see if that works. I can't believe that they got away with that. Not because it's so gory, but more because it's so stupid. Yeah, and then no, he drips it on, and then he tries to massage it. And I'm yes. like, the actual heart massaging thing is a thing that doctors can do. Yes, like to massage the heart. But his heart is above his chest cavity. Yeah, and how's he going to put it away? I, when I, it's well, done? it's like I don't understand. Like he opens it up, and I guess he takes it out ever so slightly. It is so ridiculous. It is really ridiculous. Out of a, with a book that takes place in an Arctic sanctuary yeah. full of dinosaurs dinosaurs the you... idea of wolverine cutting open a dead man's chest a sorcerer's chest a man though yeah but i'm just saying like you're we have the ridiculousness of that he is a sorcerer, on top of it. but like no yeah it's, just no just not not if you wanted to reverse that like brother like brother voodoo needed to save wolverine mm-hmm. so he cut open his heart and he like inf- and he poured like a magical elixir on it and massaged it because then at least wolverine could reheal yeah well clearly well that's that's what happens though is that wolverine puts his blood into his I've body never and heard therefore of like brother voodoo's body like accepts it and it takes on the healing factor and heals the wound and right. fixes him i've never heard even of though that. wolverine's like oh sorry man didn't work out anyway our hand ninjas and he runs off to go kill some he some does ninjas. indeed yeah he just leaves meanwhile conan's still like skulking around yeah, well, he wants uh, to steal the, the necklace. He's totally looking for his his prize, his treasure. And like, wh- what does Conan run into? Snakes, just Uh-oh. a room of snakes. Yeah, because it's Conan. Like Conan just begats snakes. Well, you know, it's, it's the most recognizable of of like of, of the, the evil of the evils that Conan faces. Well, I was gonna say it's the most recognizable of like the evil like symbolism, mm-hmm. like the snake. Right. Um. So he comes across Cullen Goth. Um, and, uh, he's asleep and he has the necklace that, uh, Conan desperately wants to take. So Conan goes to take it and the guy wakes up like, dude, what are you doing? You just, you just going to take that from me? Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't think so. So then like, he basically, um, like grabs Conan's face, just like he does the German guy in the beginning. Yes. He's able to see his history and he sees that, oh, you're Conan. You were born on the battlefield. And we like get the image of like, clearly like what looks like Conan's grandpa and his dad. Yep. Like, killing some dudes whilst Conan is being born to his, like, now dead mother, right? Mm-hmm. So, then, like, Conan's like, screw you, wizard. Yeah. Like, because, like, basically the guy's like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna be a great addition to the bowl. Like, I'm totally <laughs> gonna bleed you. Yeah, you're the guy who's gonna kill Conan. Many oh, have yeah. tried. You're not the dude who's doing it. Yeah, not with that hat. Uh, no, certainly not with that hat. Um, so, Conan grabs a jar nearby and he smashes it into his face. And Conan's like, I'd hate to, like, release a genie like this, but whatever. Because he's Conan. Ha 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 ha. Yep. It's Venom. Yeah. The guy just has Venom. Is it our Venom? Is it a symbiote? Like, what? what is that? Because he mentioned, makes a reference to the fact that, like, it's old. That, like, he's had it for a while. Yeah. But, like, we don't know when this is taking place, necessarily. No, we don't. We have zero idea. This could be completely outside of but, anything like, is it and this, everything. Is it the Venom symbiote? Where's Brock? What's happening? It's very specific, like, in the way that it, it looks. They don't make it any other color. So, like, I think it is Venom. It, I, think I think it has to be You're Venom. meant to think that it is. Certainly, we did see him earlier, and now he's in a jar. Yeah, he was in a cage. I remember him being in, like, a bird cage. Yeah, so I do. Maybe, maybe we'll run into the Rock. host at yeah. some point like maybe he's able to separate them and that's why it's now in the jar right yeah because i guess it's a magic jar mm-hmm. it has to be. i feel like if venom's one big weakness other than sound and fire, fire is yeah. a jar right Mm-mm. i think not <laughs> 
Uh, he just can't get those mayonnaise jars open. Um, so then, remember before what I mentioned? I mentioned that there was going to be blood. We talked about you that. Did. We talked about snakes. And then Conan has to make his daring escape with the necklace, which they need to complete the ceremony. Yep. But what does Conan do to do that? He climbs on a wall. He just hangs on the outside. Yeah, now you have an interesting theory about this. Conan like, just loves to hang on walls. I Like, in the books that I've been reading, he's done this several times. Yeah, uh, Conan scales walls. I think he does that walls. in the movies as well. Like, that's oh, just yeah. what Conan does. He climbs, because he's, he's got a lot of upper body strength. Yeah, that's like his superpower. He has really strong fingers. Right. Yeah, because he doesn't just climb it. He, like, <laughs> digs his hands into <laughs> the ground, or into on. the wall. Exactly. Yeah. We check in with Wolverine, who's... He's looking awesome. He looks great. He's looking good. Um, you know, this is a nice look for him. Like, I agree. Clearly, the hand have been trying everything, and he's just like, "Really, that's all you got?" And yeah. the hand are like, "Okay, all right." But that's when Brother Voodoo shows up, and he's like, "Hey, I'm cool. I'm back. I'm fine." Hey, that thing, that impossible thing you did, it worked. It totally worked. Isn't that neat? And um, that's about the time that like uh, Cullen shows up, and he's just like. Okay, um, well, you, you guys, the hand, I really thought you were going to, like, be able to actually do this, um, but, uh, you're not doing so hot right now, but anyway, um, no one's coming to save you two, so I'm going to take Wolverine and Brother Voodoo, and I'm totally going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bleed them instead. I'm right. like, you're going to bleed Wolverine. Yeah. First of all, Wolverine's bleeding all over the floor as well, it is Well, anyway. and I guess they did that so they can establish that Wolverine's blood is important and probably going to, like, mess up or improve the ceremony oh, in some way. Oh, that could be. That Because, like, we need to establish that Wolverine's blood has healing properties. I'm sure it has something to do with the blood. There's a lot of blood. Yeah. Wolverine bleeding himself to heal Brother Voodoo, it needed to be a sequence so that he can, like... It can be the linchpin of whatever they're going to do. Yeah, next. exactly. That's my exactly. Um, so, by the way, they, they, um, so they say that, like, this symbiote is crazy. Yeah. So, is it Riot? Oh, oh maybe. Maybe that's why maybe. it looks like Venom? Oh, that could be. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, we don't get any closure. We don't on know that if he's alive or dead, the symbiote. I'm no. guessing it might be dead. I, I think it's know. fine. You think it's fine? Yeah. Conan should bond with it. Um, <laughs> Probably not. That'd be fine. Oh, no no so one's doing bad. anything with Riot anyway. It works yeah. for me. Exactly. And then, like, literally, like, the Punisher shows up. And yes. He's, he's confused. And, like, one of the hand kicks him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just like, wow, really? It was that easy to take down the Punisher? Yeah. And then, like, he kind of laughs. And they look down. And Frank has a mine on yes. his back with the, like, front toward enemy facing up towards the hand. Uh-huh. And he sets it off and, like, just yells, where's my family? Ugh. Because uh, they pulled the old, like, Punisher deal where they yeah. stole his family in the last issue. Exactly. Exactly. So he's after his family. Yep. Um, and he's there. So everybody has basically, other than Brother Voodoo and Wolverine, everybody's kind of doing their own thing right yeah. now. I mean, like... Wolver- we still have informed the team. Right. Wolverine and Conan kind of met up briefly. So, I mean, like, if they run into each other, Conan will be on board. It's, it's, it's honestly Frank right now who's kind of the loose cannon cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's true. So I don't know. I, it's silly and like honestly, that hard thing. Also, I was like, I really shouldn't be pulled out of a book like this because this book I already have accepted is big, over the top, and ridiculous. Yep. But for some reason, that sequence is just so over the top where I'm just like, no. Like, yeah. You could have done anything else that was probably more clever than this. Right. Um, and the book is the look. No, not to disparage the issue, because, like, this series is neat, and yeah. I think it's cool, and sure. it's the same guy that's doing Savage Sword of Conan, so yeah. it makes sense that it would be connected in some way, and it would be, like, at least thematically similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, that sucks. Yeah. No, it But does. whatever, it's fine. Like, 
I'll give it a pass. <laughs> I don't normally, but I don't care. I don't know like, if I'm giving it a I pass. I have no stake well, in this like, book. Well, because I do want to wait and see if, if you are correct, if this like that was a, the... Um, set up set up for something a payoff later on if so fine it's a little like like again like over the head but we'll see we'll see right uh let's jump into some super chats because there's a lot of uh amazing people who want to contribute and talk about stuff uh josh castro for example says love you guys the new bad issues was great thank you very much if you're not familiar uh we do this uh flagship show back issues but we decided hey screw it let's stick batman on his own show because it always like does pretty okay and why not like have batman have his own show yeah make some room for other characters yeah so uh bad issues came out this morning this this monday this morning mm-hmm. and uh it's a dark knight returns the the last crusade it's yeah. the it's a batman I did not even realize that book had come out which no. i noticed a lot in the comments people did not realize because it kind of got swallowed up in between other things it did indeed but uh, so. it's a great episode and a really fun conversation at the end yeah i was not expecting the lengthy conversation we had but it was great me too well, i agree with you anyway as if Sia says, uh, can't stay too long, but take my money. P.S. I love the channel with that. Thank, Thank you. We really appreciate it. Uh, don't mind if we do. But <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us as long as you could. Yes. Uh, TB says, much love to you. What are your guilty pleasure books? Uh, I guess Savage Sword of Conan. Yeah. <laughs> no, one. Savage Sword of Conan was fine. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Uh, guilty pleasure book. I don't know. I don't think I have one. I think I just, I like what I like. And the things that I don't, I just don't read it. Okay. Like, I just straight up don't. Um, my guilty pleasure books happen to normally be, like, books from the 90s that I can get in, like, a dollar bin. Okay. okay. You know? I reread this uh, this book. Uh, I don't remember what the hell it was called, but it's Spider-Man and Mysterio, and it was like, why did I read that? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was, you know, I was like, that's what I, that's my guilty pleasure, where I just, where I will buy them, even right. though I know it's gonna be, like, a, a bad time. Okay. That's fair. Um... I don't know. Right? I mean, there's like a, I feel like there was something I recently picked up and for the life of me, I can't remember what it was. But if I do, I'll say so. Exactly. So give me a minute on that one. All right. Well, Chronic Mr. Rose says, hey guys, Sal, not sure if you saw the birthday sketch I tweeted at you, but happy birthday. Uh, either way, yeah, my birthday was on the 1st. Uh, we was? celebrated on the 7th. Yes. And, uh, and thank you very much, everybody who is here who wished me a happy birthday. I really appreciate it. And thank you for everybody who is wishing me a happy birthday right now. We really, really appreciate the kindness. Yeah, um, are... It's very nice. You guys are very, very humbling. Um, I didn't. I don't think I saw the sketch. So remind me. Just tweeted me again like in that thread, and I'll, I'll check it out. Um, can't stick around. Just sending some love to my favorite dynamic duo. Aww, Stay awesome. Thank yay. you. Uh, Kevin Meyer says, Miller's a man without fear on back issues. Much love. Um, yeah, we got to do that at some point. We do have it. Um, and that's the book I was referencing, yeah. by the way, in bad issues. I meant to say man without fear or it was the one with what I said born. I think I said, um, I said the one that Frank Miller did. And I meant to say the one that Romita Jr. did. Well, Frank Miller did it with uh, Massa Kelly, but I'm right. With, uh, with that's okay we don't script it like there's always know, so much you can do Jordan helping us out thank you Jordan and Wookie Drew thank you uh, any thoughts on uh, R.I.M. of the world Rim of the world you guys rock I don't know uh, I don't know what that is no so I can't have any thoughts on it <laughs> and Chris Potter helping us out thank you Chris really appreciate it dude um, so yeah uh, from there I'm still looking for like the right? thing that I'm thinking of uh, let's talk about Justice League because, okay, uh, go for it. Scott I did not, not. I fell off of that book early. Right. Uh, here's the thing. It's hard for me to describe Justice League because, like, it's so all over the place. Okay. But I really love it, and I think this is the issue that made everybody go like, "Oh, oh, uh, this is the one creator that I can count on at DC right now." 
Okay. Uh, it's just a great book. It's, this is the wrap up of the sixth dimension story arc in mm-hmm. which like um, we find out about like the these these cosmic characters that like are all children of Perpetua, another cosmic character that Scott Snyder created. Sure. Uh, they unleash Mixius Pitlick on the world. Uh, the Legion of Doom unleashes uh, Batmite to counteract Mixius Pitlick, and that's happening, but nobody's reading that because no, there's nothing happening. You see a couple of like sh- shots of it. It'd be a lot of fun to read, but like I wish they delved in it a little more. Okay. But the real action is in the sixth dimension where like we're see we're seeing this like this utopian future that is brought about if the Justice League listens to like this world this anvil hitter cosmic guy whose name escapes me because they all have stupid names. Uh, I literally like this issue, but I just you know who cares? Just, he's a blue guy, looks like an elf, whatever. I don't care. And he's not, and he's a new character. Okay. Uh, but anyway, like he he wants to like unmake everything and start over. He needs to hit the crisis anvil with his. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, the, I get and the it. Christ yeah, yeah. Anvil will reboot reality uh, and he needs Batman because Batman's at the center of everything and he stranded Superman on a distant like, like moon far away from the suns and Batman was like charged with having to like move the suns away from Superman because you know Superman would find the will to to, to survive by thinking of his family and uh, but but you know and he knew that so he had Batman like move the suns out of the way mm-hmm. and uh, and that was the moment where we were like oh geez like okay so if 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 Batman betrays Superman, I'm done because I don't like have any more patience for this kind of crap. Okay. Uh, Superman flies out into the middle of nothingness. The suns move out of his way, and he starts to like wither away. Sure. And all he's thinking about are like these missed opportunities. He thought about like the the, the lantern lighting ceremony that he wanted to do with John, right? right and right. how he failed, and how like he, you know the the rock gets destroyed in the rain. He's just sad, and you know he's just, he's, he's dwelling on despair. Mm-hmm. And uh, as he's like starting oh. to wither away, well, that's very. Um... Dark Knight Returns when Superman gets hit by the uh-huh. exactly oh yeah and they want you to look they want you to think of that uh, but Clark basically sees these moments of despair as he's withering away he sees like uh, Lois mourning the death of John as she has a million times in the sixth dimension reality where like Lois is a, is, a, is in charge of a prison and stuff uh, you know Batman making hard decisions about letting Superman die in the middle of like nothingness and everything and he's just he's just it's letting it he, he's letting it get to him right you know he's he, and he's failing. Meanwhile, Batman's been given, like, a suit of armor that, like, is powered by magic blah 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 that's made from the yada yada that allows the who gives a crap to do whatever to reality. Uh, The the point is that the suit will be infused with enough power to influence the minds of his leaguers to go along with the plan that the blue guy wants Batman to, like, enact. Which is to say, like... Make everybody agree with him so that, like, they can do what's necessary to end the world so it can be reborn so that, like, justice will prevail over doom. Because that's the whole theme is that, like, Lex Luthor embraces doom and the Justice League represents justice. And, like, Lex Luthor trying to get everybody to embrace doom and because because doom is the only way that they can, like, prevent themselves from being destroyed and annihilated and also because, like, that's his new, like, religion. Sure. Um the league resists. Batman's like, listen to me. And you're like, oh, is Batman playing a larger game? Spoilers, yes. Um, the, the But the league fights Batman in his crazy, neat, you know, battle armor mm-hmm. thing made of cosmic dust or whatever. Right. It's, it's neat made looking. Made of dreams and wishes. More or less. It's a Snyder book. So it's about hope and children. Um, but it's like, hey, listen, it's cool and it's neat and it's fun and like, Jorge Jimenez's art is second to none, and the dude is like a triumph. Mm-hmm. Seriously, it's just unbelievably good. Um, 
Anyway, the, the whole thing's a double cross. Batman moved the suns out of the way to trick the blue guy, but it turns out that, like, in a certain sequence, Superman puts all together, of course, as he's watching them appear. Uh-huh. Uh, because as he's, like, letting, you know, despair take over, he's, like, he's realizing that at the end of that sad memory of, like, letting the lantern die uh-huh. because like of the rain mm-hmm. the justice league came that night and they brought their own lanterns and like you know created an umbrella out of a green lantern thing why would they do that what what do you mean why would they do that or they go why would they stop helping save people because they're just, because they you know you got to take a minute i mean you know whatever oh, okay. the point so why is superman wearing regular clothes and hanging out with his son because like he has to take a second yeah to be with his I, family. I, yes he does because he made that child yeah i know <laughs> Because the Justice League, they're friends. They I, hang I out. Know. They go to Arby's I'm just together. That's you know, very you know, convenient. Of course it is. But it, every <laughs> every every Snyder event book is very convenient. Okay. Uh, but you know, sometimes you need that, and it feels good. Uh, anyway, that gives him the hope that he realizes, uh, you know, Superman like puts together that like he does see these sons, and they're actually in like a a particular sequence, and so he finds a little bit of of hope left, and he flies towards the sons, and he smashes into them and he starts to absorb the radiation and he realizes as he's smashing through them that like Batman put them into a particular sequence that like allows him to hit every sun on their way to the earth that like the blue guy wants earth to be. This is a very much a video game level. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta oh, hit every sun. You gotta hit them all otherwise Superman's not gonna have enough power to fight the big bad guy. That's again. exactly right. So he does, but he's like, you know, and he, so he hits them all and so and Batman... And unlocks a trophy and yeah. it's pretty cool. He unlocks like more strength. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it, it's cool. Superman gets, like, supercharged, and then he just, like, punches him really hard. Right. And it's in a beautiful sequence that him and his puts together. And yeah. I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna put it up on the screen. Ooh! Because it's so friggin' great. Because, like, Superman is powered by hope. Yeah. And so we see this sequence where he's, like, getting his, like, his, his fist ready to go to hit this guy in the face. Mm-hmm. We see Superman ready his fist, and the fist becomes that of his fathers it's Aww, jonathan yeah it's his sons and then it's his and then they all at the same time like all the things that give superman hope and Aww. and light yeah, yeah his yeah. son and his father like punch this guy in the face that's cool <laughs> and it's like that's really cool. what a beautiful sequence yeah 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 screw you bendis and uh <laughs> and he just gets socked in the face and uh, and he loses and the guy's like you don't understand like this is the only way that we win you know, I've seen all these different, like, opportunities and ways that it can win. And uh, and Superman's like, oh, man, like, you almost let me die, Batman. He's like, no, you didn't. Like, I didn't make you, like, almost lose because, like, I believed in you. We're brothers, you know. And you're like, oh, that's nice. That's what I want to see. That's sure. what I want to see. Superman and Batman being friends. You're giving me what I want. And in great-looking art, I'm not going to argue with you. And uh, basically, Superman says, like, what if you joined us? The blue guy? Yeah. And so he does. He joins the Justice League. And uh, when they get home, uh, a big dumb event took over. Year of the Villain. Oh, yeah. So they inherit that. So if you read the Year of the Villain thing, that's what happens. Oh, I didn't. Well, don't worry about it. Cool. Uh, Lex Luthor, you know, he takes over. Sure. Well, he, he makes, he, he tells everyone that, like, I, the whole, like, linchpin of Lex Luthor's scheme is that he makes everybody, like, understand what happened with the source wall. You know, he's like, the Justice League, let the source wall break, and all this shit's coming out, and they lied to you. And it's like, you know, there was, like, 
the inverted evil reality that invaded Earth, yeah, right? You guys like, don't remember. You want to get tortured and raped to death by the Batman who laughs, or whatever the hell cosmic madness will be unleashed? Like, no. So yeah, the source wall broke. Half of reality won't even understand what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like you have to dumb down superhero movies for people because they don't you're like gonna understand cosmic craziness. And you're gonna try and explain to them that the source wall broke and they're gonna lose their they're gonna lose all of their belief in the Justice League as a result. Like, give me a break. Right. But you right, know, right, right. whatever. It's <laughs> fine. Uh you're the villain is just like it's a big thing. Oh, right, we're gonna fight bad guys. Whatever. So it's cool. Okay. So. Which is weird that it's the year of the villain because it's also ba- the year of Batman because it's the 80th. Yeah. So they got a lot of years. No, it's on. true. Year of the everything. It's the year of, of lots of things. I know. But, but listen, like this arc was really cool. And when I reread the whole damn thing and put it together and get all the names right, you can expect it on back. Someone issue. said it was the World Forager. Thank you, World Forager. There you go. There you go. Oh, there you See, go. I didn't remember his name because it's not a name. What are they going to call him? Right. Blue Guy. Forger. Forger. That's my guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's fair. But, you know, so there you have it. it it's a really cool book. I, I really recommend it. Right. Though now it's it's involved in a tie-in series. It's, you know, we're going to be a part of it's that. It's going to be part of that. All right. So it'll, it'll probably maybe go on uh, hiatus of being so great. Yeah. but whatever. Depending. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I don't know. It's going to be really cool. All right. Like, it, oh, it, this arc was great. Jimenez is amazing. Right. I can't wait until he's tired of DC and he draws Spider-Man. Right. Because <laughs> okay. it'll be amazing looking. There you go. That, that's, that's goals. But everything he does that's is goals. amazing. I'm thrilled. Like, it, really. So. Okay. I, 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 I would say a guilty pleasure book of mine, by okay. the way, was that um, short miniseries I did maybe a year ago called Spirits of Vengeance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How was that? It was fun and stupid. It was stupid. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were the only one who bought that. I was like, probably the only person who bought I it. I told the writer like, that. He was like, hey, you did. You were the one who wrote it, or bought it. Thank you. <laughs> I bought all of it, baby. Yeah. I bought all of it. That's right. That I, was great. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, Kobe Tharp says, happy birthday, Sal. Mine was Aww. the 7th. Gemini, buddy. Right right on. Hey. I celebrated mine on your birthday. That's so right. That's awesome. Happy birthday. Uh, Brie Larson says, uh, why do people hate Greg Land? Great letters page. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't know if they hate Greg Land so much as they like to make fun of him. Yeah. I think it's more the fact that, like, he traces and he keeps getting work. We don't, you don't know if he traces as much as he's just using the, the reference. And, like, there's nothing wrong with using reference. Everybody uses reference. Everybody uses reference. Yeah. But maybe don't use porn reference. Yeah. Well, I, I, no, it, it's it's very clear, like how much reference he uses and like how it's like flagrant. Right. Also, um, some people just aren't a big fan. I think it's the fact that like it's just it's like, why does he keep getting work when there are right. like, when well, there are artists who don't do that? Yeah. And like, here's the thing. I, I think some people probably don't care for the fact that it's like I want my characters to look like the characters, not an actor. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. Well, but if Ma- they end up... Dale Dada Jr. does the same thing. Does he really? Yeah. I've never noticed. All of his arc during Spider-Man, Jason Priestley played Peter Parker. Yeah. Liv Tyler played Mary Jane. Uh, and uh, famously, Tommy Lee Jones played Norman Osborn. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't be a fan of that either, honestly. That you know what I mean? Like, you know, I get it once an actor plays or portrays a character. It's yeah. like that person's tied to him. Right. But in the comics, this is the original source material. They don't have to. No, look like we a know real what these person. characters look like, like. They can look like a person you've made up. Yeah. 
it's okay. Yeah. And maybe they have a striking resemblance to somebody else. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. But Felix Nocalso or Nolasco says thanks a lot. It helps us out. Thank, Thank you very you. much, Felix. And Bree helping us out some more. Thanks, Bree. Thank you. Uh, but yeah. So going from there, you got, what's the next thing you want to talk about? I got about? Old Man Quill. Oh yeah, Old Man book Quill. book I will not stop reading, apparently. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's issue six of the series. It's it's old. Just, it's 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 Guardians of the Galaxy and the Old Man. Yeah, it's Logan cool. Universe. That's a great idea. It's and, a it's, cool and it's idea. been a great execution so far. Yeah. Um. So in this, remember last time around? Um. Was it? Uh. Is it Pulsar? Showed up, I believe. Yes. No. Was it Quasar? No. Pulsar. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh. This is. I read this last week, so that that's a mistake right there. Mm-hmm. Tiffany shouldn't read things the week before; she has to read them the day of the show. That's fair. Um. Yeah, it's Pulsar. Uh, showed up and like blasted the town they were in after they had like their victory and all that stuff, and like that really messes with Peter because like we have a like we see Spartax back after it was destroyed by the uh, the Church of Truth. Yes. And uh, he like lands on the planet and like he's calling for his family and he's just like, "Hey, I'm here. Come on, guys. Come on, stop hiding. Come on, come uh, on." Yeah. Then he finds his daughter and he's just clutching her mm-hmm. and. And then we cut to now and he's holding a little girl who was caught up in the blast. Mm-hmm. And so like, he's just like, he's oh, yeah. lost it. Like he's no, gone. Totally. And like, everyone's like, come on, Quill, you got to get with it. Cause Pulsar's there to get Quill. Okay. And he's just like, you're the guy who's going to cause problems. I think not like we're just going to take you down. Yeah. So like rocket and one of the town's ladies who's still alive, like takes up arms and they're all shooting at him. They're like, okay, this is clearly not working. Like the weapons can't get through the suit. Um, so Drax sees an axe nearby and he's like, got this. Mm-hmm. So he like leaps up and he hits him in the shoulder, which cuts his suit a little bit. Oh no. And Drax is like, nah, it's, I wasn't really trying to hit you. I was just the distraction. And like a whole bunch of other people shoot at him and he flies into a building, causing it to explode. But Mantis saves Drax and Rocket by using her telekinesis. Okay. Which, like they're like, Drax is like, I didn't know you still had that. <laughs> and he, she's like, me either. Oh. Um, so Gamora's plan is to have Quill be the bait. So he like runs through the town, like, you know, with Pulsar on his tail. And then mm-hmm. she's like, okay, come back. And so when he come, when they come back, Quill makes it through, skirts around the corner. And there is um, Gamora holding barbed wire. Okay. Because the idea is to shred the suit. Oh, cool. And so they grab the barbed wire and they use it to catch him in it. And he's like, oh, you think that that will stop me? And then he realizes that he's now caught up in the wire and it's just shredding the, the suit off of him, basically. Yeah. And, uh... He's just like, ah, like, but with my, like, my last breath, I'll be a beacon that will bring him to destroy you. Like, my God will come and, like, blah. Right. And so he blasts out of there. And, like, meanwhile, Gladiator and his crew have killed Fing Fang Foom and they're looking for, um, for Quill in there. And they're like, he's not in here. Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't eat him. Right. He's not, like, like, Gladiator's like, he's probably not dead. And the rest of his team's like, he's probably dead. He sucks. Right. And then he sees the beacon and he's just like, Never mind. Pretty sure Pulsar is dead, but Quill's still alive. Yeah. So they go off, and then we check in um, just in the wasteland somewhere. There's a, a girl making a graffiti, or a dude, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a dude making graffiti, and it says, like, Avengers Assemble. Like, that's what he's writing, and a Doombot shows up and says, like, hey, you're not allowed to do that. Uh-huh. That's, like, disrespectful to Doom. <laughs> and that's when, like, the Avenger shows up, and it's Viv Vision, and she, like, flies through him. Oh, cool. Does, like, exploding him. She sees the beacon. Off she goes, because she's like, we gotta get there before Doom does. Mm-hmm. And then we see that Pulsar's, like, spirit energy, basically, okay. is flying through space. Okay. Cool. And heads back to... Um, New Xandar, where the universal, like, church, the Church of Truth, I should say, is, like, hovering, and, like, they've kind of set up their base there, 
And um, the matriarch's there, and like they're like, oh, like we've received word from Pulsar. Mm-hmm. Like it's like his spirit. Like that would have must have taken a whole lot for him. Like wow, like what incredible like bravery. And she's just like, I really don't care. Just give me the message. Right. And the dude's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so the message is the, the basically that. Um, Earth is no longer protected. Okay. And so, like, it's time to go and take Earth now, right? Oh. And so she goes down to New Xandar to, like, retrieve, like, their lord. And, like, he, like, off panel, you just see the speech bubble that says, like, why have you disturbed my meal? And she's like, oh, no. It's to tell you that, like, there's no one to run the ultimate nullifier any longer <laughs> on Earth, and it's time. And yeah. you see that Galactus is actually the one who the the Church of Truth is following. Right. And so Galactus is coming. That's awesome. And so Quill is the one who has to go to the Baxter building and get the ultimate nullifier. He's the one that can use it. Mm. I was like, okay. Yeah, but he has to just bluff Galactus. Galactus or he'll probably... use it because he's crazy now. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, I don't know. But it is a pretty cool, like, he's just like, all right. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm ready. That's great. Let's do this. I love it. Like, it's been a while since Galactus has visited Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. So... There you go. It's literally like the second book that I've read recently that had Galactus in it. Yeah, that's like, funny. It's just a big... <laughs> it's just a big... It's a big thing right big, now. Big, cool, fun thing. <laughs> uh, very briefly, I'm just going to talk about Amazing Spider. Oh, do you recommend it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would might want to jump back a little bit. You could probably figure out what's been going on. No though. doubt. They've been doing a good job of uh, kind of surmising what's happening on the off chance you just found this book now. Yeah. So... Uh, Amazing Spider-Man, The Hunted Part 6, yeah. uh, number 22. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's written by Nick Spencer with art by, uh, Humberto Ramos. Okay. Uh, it's the end of the arc. Uh, you know, you can't read this one without reading all, like, the last five other parts. Sure. Uh, you know. Well, I thought this was done. It is done. This is it. I thought it was done before. No, it's not. It's, it is now. It's over. Okay. Uh, Craven hatches a scheme uh, to trick Spider-Man into crossing a line he would never cross because Craven, of course, is cursed with the, like, he's he's brought back to life in a previous arc, uh, and the only thing that can kill him is the one guy who won't kill him. So he's trying to teach Spider-Man that, like, the whole thing is a whole big trick to make Spider-Man learn a lesson about, like, how sometimes you need to kill people to, like, survive. Oh, okay. And uh, Spider-Man teaches Kraven the inverse of that lesson, which is that, like, no, uh, it's stronger and more, like, warrior-like to let people live and to save people. And Kraven's heart grows three sizes that day and makes young Kraven kill him. And so okay. old Kraven's dead, young Kraven's the new Kraven, and he's even more mad than ever before. And anybody who wants to write about Kraven in a non-Spider-Man book will just use angry Craven because he's just a clone that's like fake Craven anyway. And so like finally Nick Spencer put the genie back in the bottle when it came to like old Craven. So uh, since this event was pretty lackluster and no one cares, you can pretty much just say like, oh, when did Craven die? About 30 years ago, whatever. It's pretty whatever. It's a pretty pretty standard story. It was uh, Spider-Man isn't a total chump, which I appreciate. But like, again, there were like a million tie-ins with this book. Uh, who cares about any of them? Uh, a lot of people were talking about them because they were like, they really like deepen characters and give people backstory and make the story make more sense. And it's like, well, then the story should have really been able to stand on its own legs. Right. Uh, if it needs to be supported by tie-ins, then it's not really a, st- a strong story, is it? Um, it's fine. It's a fine story. It's a run-of-the-mill thing. Uh, a lot of moving parts. Felt like it was setting up more than it was actually paying off. Okay. Uh, but ultimately, you know, whatever. Like... I guess I recommend it. It's certainly better than like probably 
the last three Stan Slot arcs outside of the <laughs> like Red Goblin arc, which was like fine. Right, right, right. But like whatever. It, it like honestly, you know what? Like I, you can't read books going like, well, at least it wasn't the last one. Like that's not how you're supposed to enjoy anything. Right. You don't right, get in right, new relationships right. and go like, well, at least she's not beating me like the last one. Like no, you gotta like you gotta do something. It doesn't stand on its own merit. Are you right. happy or not? Yeah, 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 yeah. The reality is, like, this is the same thing that's been happening with every Nick Spencer arc, which is, it's exactly what I was, what I would expect from a Spider-Man arc that will be forgotten. Like, it's it's fine. It's not okay. blowing doors off the walls. It's not breaking new ground. It's not impressing me. But it's also not d- disappointing me. It's not frustrating me. Um, but you know, there's something weird about Nick Spencer's Spider-Man that like, you I just do- can't, I, can't, place. I don't you know can't. what's going on, but it feels like something's happening and I don't know what it is. Also centipede man shows up in it a little bit, but like, what? Oh, that's right. That whole ongoing thing. That's still ongoing, mm-hmm. right? They've not done anything with it. No. Well, uh, Craven gave Spider-Man a vision in a la- in a couple of issues ago, uh, that like centipede man is going to kill Sp- uh, Mary Jane. Uh, so maybe they'll kill her or not. Spider-Man's racing home to get her. The, the the drama of Spider-Man going to rescue Mary Jane for me was more exciting and it, it doesn't get paid off. Okay. Instead, we have like the last moment is Craven like dying and like realizing that like his children are his greatest treasure. <laughs> and you're like, but like you just introduced those characters five <laughs> issues ago. Like he kills all of them. Like what? <sighs> whatever. I can't wait to see Gleason drawing this book. I really prefer the other lesson there yeah that his children were his greatest i know <laughs> it's only now <laughs> yeah woof that's that's kind of funny it's, though it's fine like it you know what like i do i recommend it if you like spider-man you're probably gonna like it it's pretty fun you think yeah it's fine it's fine uh but like you know i it, i'll probably since there's a new arc i'm gonna give the next one a shot if i don't like it or if i'm like are you who cares off? i'm probably just gonna quit because like i don't have I don't give things I don't like, care about money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just don't believe in it. Right, like, right, And right. also, like, the reality is, that I've said this a million times, like, if, if you're a completist and you love a book, and, yeah, yeah, you know, and you're, you're... or if, you, if you're a completist and you love a character, but there's an arc that doesn't, like, that doesn't satisfy, you don't buy it. Right. Then it'll send a message to the publishers not to make those kinds of stories anymore. And then, like, you can still get the old books because they'll be in a long box in, like, six months for, like, less than half the cover price. Right. I mean, that doesn't really help local business, but I get it. You know what saying, I mean? Like, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. But no, like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, if you're a business owner, your job is to make your business function. It's, you know, it's my job to buy what I can afford. Right. So, whatever. That's fair. Um, I'm sorry that, like, I know, like, it's fine. you were excited. I'm not complaining. No, 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 you're, I know. I'm I complaining, know. but, like, I'm not, like, I'm, but it's not, it's not what, nearly it's as bad. It's not what you were quite what you were looking for in terms of, like, Spider-Man. No, it didn't I mean, blow my mind. It's getting there. It's, but it, like, it, it, and you know what? Like, it's it's consistent, and the characters are fine. Like, he's doing good, good stuff with with Black Cat and Blizzard, and you know, he did some interesting stuff with Craven. But meh, <laughs> we'll see. Right, 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 right. We'll see. Um, so yeah, that's that. Uh, jumping in the super chats, Felix Nol- Nolasco says, "What do you think of Heroes in Crisis? Uh, it's probably the worst thing that happened to DC in a long time uh, since the New Fifty Two. Uh, Heroes in Crisis is, like, bad, and it's bad for DC, it's bad for comics, it's just bad overall. Also, I was a big fan of Heroes in Crisis. Yeah, I don't understand that call, like... I get it, like... No, I know what you're doing, and, like, that's an interesting idea, but, like... That's a G. 
I just don't understand how someone didn't step back and, and notice that. Well, like, if there's even a shadow of a doubt. Just yeah. just remove the cloud. No, I know. This is like Sixus all over again. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> remember Sixus, a.k.a. Marvel's Axis? Yeah. They were like, I want to flip over! Not everything can be Grant Morrison's new X-Men. Right. By the way, if you ever look at it, new X-Men. Flip it over. The men are new. Oh, that's clever. I don't know. That's clever. Yeah, Heroes in Crisis is bad, but it's over, so you don't have to worry about it anymore. And DC right. will be tripping over themselves, ignoring it. So, whatever. Uh, uh, well, well, maybe we'll talk about it on back issues. Yeah, why not, right? But, like, I'm not in the habit of just doing, like, let's do a just complete teardown of this book. Like, No, nobody wants to do that. You know what I mean? Like, just because we talk, like, we complain about things, or not even complain about things, critique things. Yeah. Doesn't mean we enjoy talking about things, like, in I don't that want way it that to make us like... angry. I mean, we've talked about things that are, like, older and, like, cheesy and yeah. not good. Like, I really enjoyed talking about Danny Catch Ghost Rider. I don't think he's the greatest Ghost Rider ever personally. No. But I really enjoyed talking about it because it, there was something that we could appreciate about it, whether it be the art or whatever. Yep. I don't really enjoy, like, just hating on something, like, right. needlessly. Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't and know. if you don't understand subtlety, then you probably think that's all we do here. So, uh, what was it? Adam Grove says, I picked up the Oath in trade. Hey! My daughter loves it. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that's so great. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I love it. The Oath is great. I remember reading it. Your daughter's like, really cool. Crap. Like, yeah. honestly. It's really cool. <laughs> and Jordan helping us out. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, uh, brr, let's talk about War of the Realms. Like, or what, you got something? Yeah, oh, yeah just talk real about quick. That. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Dreaming came out uh, from the potentially canceled Vertigo line. Yes. Uh, looks like if you don't have, uh, a belief in your line or the caliber of creators that you had back when you created that line, I'm so, uh, you can't make it work. No, it's true. Um, I, there's a, we could, there's a lot to talk. I'll, I'll there's a lot to, to unpack about it, Vertigo. There really is a lot to unpack about Vertigo in, in general, honestly. And we don't know. And I don't, I, I don't know. We don't know I can't sure. think I can say out loud, like, not because I don't, not because they told us. I don't think I can say with definitive. That we know this for sure. Yeah. But like, that is the rumor is that like, this is going to be canceled. Right. Which like, good. <laughs> um, well, Vertigo will be. Yes. I, my understanding, like, seemingly the dream might go on, but, like, G DC's done this before where they'll just take the Vertigo books and put them in under the DC. Oh, maybe they'll make it a Black Label book. Or they'll make it a Young Animal book because Doom Patrol's coming back, too, so. Yeah. Or they'll just take all the monikers away and they'll just be DC. Who cares? Yeah. I don't know. Um, But uh, what's been going on lately? Well, you know, Daniel Hall is, like, missing. We found out a little bit as to why. Yes. Because he fell in love. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was more to it than that. And, like, there was someone out to get him, essentially. Oh, no. Potentially a character from Sandman. <gasps> um, anyway, um, Dora is now on the hunt. There is a weird moth creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, AI that's kind of in control of the dreaming right now. Okay. And hates it. Um, okay. Hates the, hates the, uh, the dreaming. Well, hates having to deal with it because like, they're just trying to process everything and they're an AI and people are like, you have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do this. It's like, da right, right. Right. Like, leave me alone. Fair enough. Um, but, um, Abel, you know, has come into his own. He lost his stutter. Yeah. His brother is dead and he murdered him. Cain mm -hmm. is seemingly dead, dead. But in this one, it's like, yeah, no, he's someplace else. Right. Of course. With something else. Hmm. And he's going to come back at some point. So okay, that's cool. that's going to be fun. There's a lot of um, imagery in this book and like in the narration that harkens back to Sandman 
for me. That's where what it, it did last time. Yes. So like we seem to be getting more into that sort of like groove where it's just like, let's talk about some of the dreamers who are just out there and what they're seeing in their dreams. And like a lot of it is pretty messed up. Like, one dude is having a dream in which, like, there are a bunch of babies, mm-hmm. and he is sewing them into a scarf, oh. and they're helping him. Okay. And it's, like, messed up. And then later on, he puts on said scarf in his dream, and he's actually, like, a, a prisoner, an inmate. Okay. And um, he's, like, his body is, like, acting out what's happening, and he's actually tying the bed sheet around his neck. Uh, and I was like, this feels very cool. Sandman yes. right now. Um, Dora is on the trail using one of the... Um, the uh the dream hunter killer mm-hmm. <laughs> drones no um uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and found her way back to Balam, the guy she was like you know having an on again off again sort of relationship with yeah except he failed to take over the dreaming so he's been demoted so now he it went from being a duke and being really powerful to being a dude who's forced to rhyme and he hates it mm. yeah that'd be hard like he's just like but he's also blinded and whatever and like what we learned about this though is just like you know He's like, I do hate this, but, like, this is part of who I am. Right. Like, as a, like, myth and a demon and a story, this is just a reincarnation of that, a reimagining of my story, and it'll become part of my lineage, and, like, fine, whatever. Like, right. there'll be something after it. Okay. Um. He mentions that Dream did come okay. to this realm and asked to see the serpent that began the world, basically. Okay. Right? And, like, so we go into, like... Like, oh, like, who is that? Like, what, what's going on with that? And it's like, well, actually, this, this character has had so many different names and, like, mentions a whole bunch of them, including Jormungandr. Okay. <laughs> Jormungandr, the Norse world serpent. Oh, okay. Um, so I just thought that was fun and interesting. Yeah. But that at this point, like, people have kind of forgotten. And so, like, the serpent itself is kind of, like, the being is kind of lost its way in its mind. It's okay. kind of crazy because of that. Because, right. like, everyone else kind of has an identity, but... He, does he doesn't. It, and he's had so many. Yeah. And so, like, Dream went and spoke to him. And, like, um, it's interesting, too, by the way, because, like, the book itself, as we're going along, like... the to turn. Yeah, because, like, things twist and turn. And so, like, the panels sometimes are sideways. Not yeah. the whole page. The panels turn mm-hmm. and twist. And I was like, that's cool. Evely really understands how to visually tell a story. Yes. Um, Dream goes before the serpent and ends up, like, changing the way it looks and, like, gives it an identity essentially and for that dream asks for one thing and it's an egg and the egg hatches okay and we don't know what was in said egg necessarily um but we do know that um dora now has um the shells from it and oh. so that's her next step is to see where he went now like right. where, where'd you go what's your plan what are you doing it's here so Paul? Funny. what are you doing it's so ironic that like the the whole crux, like the, the big question about Sandman, about the dreaming, yeah. is where is Sandman, right? Yes. Where is the thing I'm supposed to be reading Well, about? no, because you are reading the dreaming. Yes, the dreaming it's not about Sandman. Before that, yes. But like without him, te- typically things tend to fall apart. And like this, like the last time Sandman like was gone, like dream was gone, mm-hmm. the, the dreaming did start to break apart, but it took a while. Right. This time around, like, they just, like, something else is happening. Right. And, like, and there's an outside force that's causing this. It isn't a human who yes. captured Dream. So there's something right. else going on there. So it's an accelerated degeneration of the dreaming. Yes. Um, while all this is going on, again, Abel is hanging out with the moth creature thing. And um, they go to visit, like, Kane's house, like the house of mystery, that kind of thing. And it's, mm-hmm. like, there, but it's, like, kind of messed up or yeah. whatever. And it's like, but anyway, that's not where I'm taking you. We have to go. There's another house that we need to go to. Uh-huh. And what we see is um, the world's end, the the bar at the end of the world. Yes. Right? 
World's End, also the name of one of the volumes from Sandman. You're getting a lot of that, like, you know, like, hey, remember this? Remember that? Right. Come on, guys, buy the book. Right. <laughs> that kind of thing. Well, it's just so funny how we're leading, we're, we're, we're heading towards the inevitable, like, where is Daniel Hall? Yeah. And it's like the, the whole thing might get canceled. Yeah. Like, we're leading towards the thing that, like, could be a new beginning right. for, for Sandman and... And we're, we may not over. make it. But what's funny about that, too, is that, honestly, like, this is almost this version of, like, Sandman, the dreaming. It's really the dreaming. Um, is more akin to what Neil Gaiman thought was going to happen with Sandman yes. originally. Right. You know, yeah, like... Yeah, like, I killed Morpheus. I'm moving on with this well, new no, character. Well, no, I Going mean, into another direction. I don't even mean that. I mean, like, he's like, I'll get... Eight, I'll, get I'll get to... I'll write eight issues. They'll cancel me at that point, And I'll, I'll finish it up in 12, and that'll be it. Yeah. Like, that'll be my plan. And then it was like, nope, runaway success. This time around, I think we they might were actually expecting get big things. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, just, I just don't think that... Um, it's where they wanted it to be, along with the other books, which with I with everything else. I don't think we're the strongest lineup to start with, no. honestly. No. Nope. Um, so we are at issue ten for that. So we'll see what happens. I'm I'm guessing at the very least we'll get two more. We'll finish this arc. Yeah. And then who knows what will happen. Fair enough. Uh, uh, my chronics is Tom Taylor made me cry over an Odin damned horse. Okay. I didn't read it. Uh, Tevi Smoga says, "Have you read Adventures of the Super Sons? It was good. No." You did? Nope. Oh. It's over for me. Like, it's over. They, they've they already ruined it. I can't get excited about it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's done. So, like, reading, I'm just done. And I, I'm tired of, like, fighting losing battles and, like, trying to support books that no one's buying. But you just said that people should buy it if they like it. I agree. But I'm looking at the numbers and they're just not. Me yeah. doing it's not going to help. My $4 is not going to help. Would you enjoy it? Not really. Okay. And part of it's because, like, I know it's dead. And the other part is because, like, it's just kind of run-of-the-mill. Okay. Adam Gross says, hey, almost forgot. More Saga, please. Love when you what, love what you guys do. Well, thank you Thanks, so Adam. much. Yeah. More Saga. Are we doing it? No. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but I hear what you're saying, and that'd be a lot of fun, wouldn't it? Uh, maybe I mean, when we hit, like, 150,000 subscribers, we'll do Saga Volume 4. <laughs> that'd be great. There you go. By I mean, the really, way, we will. I, mean, I want to. By the way, did you guys see that Brian K. Vaughn is going to be at New York Comic Con this year? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I haven't seen him like at a con in a while. Yeah. So that's cool. No, I agree. That's cool. Uh, and like, listen, one day, you know, probably, maybe. What, Saga Volume 4? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe when Saga comes out. Like, when the hiatus is over. Uh, sometime. Yeah. I don't know. Sometime. Uh, I don't think we have time for the rest of these. Really? Yeah. Oh, come on. We haven't done a show in a while. I know. All right, fine. Uh, War of the Realms came out. They fight more bad guys. Uh, moving on. DC's number two. No. <laughs> Look, what is the matter with you? This was awesome. Yeah, it's cool. What? That's it? You just think it's cool? Yep. You're not a fan? I, I I just said it was cool. Yeah, but you don't really think it's that cool. No, it's cool. You I just don't, don't, don't care. You don't like mythology. It's, You're just... Who are you, even? No, it's, I, I love mythology. I, I'm supported by it. My my whole morality comes from mythology. But, like, I don't know. Like, War of the Realms is cool. But, like, does it have depth or substance? No. I, the, you know what, though? But, like, that's why it's coming out now, because of the summer blockbuster. And it is. And it's doing everything cool. Like, yeah. It's hitting all the notes, hitting all the buttons. That's, for me, that's it. Like... You know, cool, you're checking all the boxes. Neat stuff. 
Daredevil looks dumb. I don't know why you can't draw Daredevil, but everybody else looks good. Okay. It's really weird, by the way, like how Daredevil looks like a baby, but everybody else looks fine. See, all right. Now, I'm going to not harp on the negatives like my counterpart here. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about the fact that we get to see Wolverine become part of the Warriors 3 and how desperately they wish that they could hang on to him. I know. Um, Where's that tie-in? That's freaking, like, baller. Uh, the fact that Thor puts himself through the same thing Odin did in order to learn the secrets of the universe. Cool like, idea. Very, very neat. Love it. I love yeah. it. The fact that um, Odin and Freya aren't dead, like we previously thought. No! Because, like, yeah. their death was amazing, honestly. I'm glad they're not dead, though, because right. I was like, I mean, what a way to go. Yeah. The fact that Tony built him an iron suit, yeah. and he goes to rescue, like, Freya, and, like, he's like, you know, basically they're going to destroy the Black Bridge. Yeah. And, like, he's like... He's, he tells her that he's going to kiss her like she's never been kissed when they get to hell. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, you had to do that now. Like, right. And like all the, the time that we've had together in the past thousand years, this yep. is when you turn me on. Aww. And like, it's so like amazing, but they're alive. So yeah, know, hopefully all will work out. Um, yeah. And obviously um, Jane is has grasped part of, is it the axe? Yes. It's Yarnbjorn, I believe. No, no, no. Someone else has... Has a yarn bjorn? Yeah, he has it in his leg. Unless that's now that he doesn't yeah. anymore. Because because uh, Daredevil uses it to pin him to the tree. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, whip but, it at me. <laughs> but the idea that there are going to be multiple Thors. Yes. Right. Like, that was the big. That was cool. the big thing at the and end. And obviously Jane Foster. I mean, I think we've seen her as a Valkyrie is going to become a Valkyrie. Valkyrie. She's going to replace yeah. Valkyrie. That's why they killed Valkyrie. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Well, also because like she keeps harping on that. Yes. And she's really attached to that. The um the Wakanda scene is incredible. Yes, we only have like we have no word for gravel, but twenty five for fight. Right, but I just love that like that concept of like these like basically these like angel warriors being like, okay, cool, we'll have no problem taking these these mortals down, and then they're like, okay, uh, you picked the wrong country. Yeah, no, you should have gone someplace else. Yeah, I don't know where, um, but not yeah. here. The fact that Frank Castle is leading a battalion of gun-toting light elves. Yes. I'm like, that's awesome. For me, that was, I was like, Frank would never do that, but all right. <laughs> well, he doesn't care. No. He just wants to shoot people. And he's like, if they're coming with me, then they're coming with it's me. It's pretty like, dope. That's fine. Like, all, admittedly, it's just, it's a cool visual. Yeah. we Which get, is what this whole series it is. It really is. No, it really is. I mean, that's really what this issue that's is. This issue is just. In particular. And it felt rewarding I, because it's the, it's the, it's the turn of the tide. Like, yeah. things are going well. Right. It, it hit a great despair moment earlier. Like, yes. where it's like, they were losing. And oh, really yeah, cool. yeah, no, certainly. So um, it's, it's, it's earned. I really enjoyed, um. Um, seeing as much as I don't care for Doctor Strange's current costume, yes. Doctor Strange in um, the Ghost Rider car, mm-hmm. Robbie Reyes's car, and I'm like, wow, this is close to we're getting to the Midnight Suns anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Spider Man, like the the spiders from Niflheim, yeah, like taking to him, right, being like, oh, cool, yeah. You're one of us. I'm like, exactly. I can only imagine Spider-Man being like, no, 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 no. No more spider guys. <laughs> no, please. No, no more of that. Yeah. Please just go away. And uh, this is Aaron, right? Yeah. Like, Aaron really gets the dialogue. And, like, even though, like, look, we're getting a lot of really cool moments with Spider-Man. Like, Zdarsky is like, I'm going to give you some heavy Spider-Man yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. In, like, in Daredevil and in his own book. But, like, 
Aaron's the one who gets the funny Spider-Man. Yes. Where he's legitimately funny. Yeah. Like where he's just like, he's talking to the spiders. Yeah. So you guys only eat dead people, right? Wow, all this weird Thor stuff is super cool. Let's split up. Yeah, exactly. Like, get away from me. Yeah, I don't want to deal with you yeah. guys. Like, mm-mm. Yeah. Um, She-Hulk, of course, constantly being like, the trolls are like, wow, what a woman. Yeah. And she's just like, get away. I hate you. Is like, it okay to say that I did not like Hulk, She-Hulk? Like, I, I liked the idea of, like, all that power being in, like, in Jen Walters. As right. opposed to, like, her being, like, just another, like, she's just huge. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't mind. I like I, I liked the old design. Okay. Um, it's cool that she's getting some play, though. Right. I also enjoyed the fact that um, Tony Stark is flying around with a bunch of, like, the War Machine dwarfs. Yeah, that was fun. I was like, that's, that's really, yeah, that's mm-hmm. neat. And that the Fantastic Four are still kicking butt. Yep, kicking butt in New York. Yeah, they're just like, no, this is my my city. Also, we didn't get to talk about issue four, but there is no. a one moment. I mean, there's like so many great moments in that issue as well. But there was a really like simple moment that I was like, this is, that's, that's, yeah. This is just Aaron just doing Being his thing. Aaron. yeah. But like when um, Thor is back and um, the Black Bridge is destroyed and mm-hmm. it's obvious that Freya and Odin are dead. And like, Frank goes like, I'm sorry about your family. Yeah. I'm like, good. Like Frank's like, dude, I know how that feels. Yeah. Like yeah. you want, you want to like, like bro out later <laughs> on with some weapons. We can do that. Yeah, you know? exactly. But like, that's it. Like he doesn't go in any further than that. He just gives his condolences and moving on. And yeah. I was like, that's neat. So I don't know this book again. Is it a summer blockbuster? Yes. Are we potentially going to be changing some stuff for Thor with this? Maybe. Uh, certainly. Because Aaron's the <laughs> Aaron's the steward of Thor. He is. He really is. Um, and that's cool. Like I'm, I'm, I'm down. Like I hadn't really touted or like thought of Thor as like a good like team book right writer, but for this because I think it surrounds the mythology of Thor. Yes, it's going well. Right. <laughs> well, and it's not done by some jackass or a hack or somebody who's trying to do something else. Like yeah. It's just, it's just a cool event that also organically works within the confines of like the story they set up. Yeah, exactly. it's not just like, well, uh, it's August, time for us to have a big thing. Like, oh, oh, also the fact that Venom is a weapon right now that Malika is wielding. Yeah, like he beat the symbiote into submission and then created a weapon out of it. Yeah, that's crazy. It was crazy. So although they're also doing that over at Savage Avengers. Well, that's true. He's well, a jar kind of, monster. He's a jar monster. He's not a sword. No, it's true. Venom being a sword <laughs> is a cool idea. Great idea. No, again, like you're right. No, it's a recommended book. I mean, yeah, you gotta but read it. If you're looking for like, if you're like, wow, I need a deep story that's gonna really make me. Like, no, I didn't ask for that. I'm not saying I want this to yeah, be that. I'm just it's saying not like, gonna it's be fine. that. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, so I recommend it too. Yeah, yeah I'm right? down. Yeah. I'm so down. Uh, but start at the beginning because jumping in the middle, like it's it's not, confusing. Yeah. And, and, you know, honestly, you won't get the emotional payoff and, like, nope. the exciting action movie payoff. Exactly. Uh, Deceased number two. You said you weren't going to read this anymore. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad I lied to myself because it's actually way better than issue one. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. I issue def- one was like, this was This was actually so fast that when I got to the end with, like, the seven pages of, like, character ads for, um... For Leviathan. For Leviathan. Also, screw like, you. I was like, oh, okay, there's gonna be a little bit more afterwards? Yep. No. No. It's cool. Like, again, DC's number two, I dug it. Yes. Yeah. It's just, it's cool. 
It's a lot of character moments, though. Yes, it's we're just, we're glimpsing everybody. Like, where is Aquaman? He was eaten by monsters. Yeah. Where's Harley Quinn? Eaten by Joker. You know, uh, like, maybe. We don't probably. know. Probably. We don't know. Because yeah. Ivy's right outside, and she's tapped into the green. Yeah, exactly. Or is the green, depending on where, this is a kind of Well, it's, it's its own thing. Yeah, so she's just tapped into the green. Yep. Um, Hal Jordan uses his phone because he can't handle camping with um, Ollie and Dinah. Yep. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Yep. So he automatically becomes infected. Dinah kills him. Yeah. And then becomes the Green Lantern. Yes, which I was like, that's cool. Cool idea. I also like the fact that like he was literally going to kill Ollie. She kills him and then he's like, what did you do? Yeah. What have you done? Oh. Uh... Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. And Superman's like, <laughs> you're, we're gonna need you're you in, to... let's go. Yeah, you need to be a Green Lantern. And then... Like, I love this oh, that was a great freaking moment. moment. It's yeah. amazing because Batman gets in touch because, like, Damien's like, hey, I got in touch with him. He's okay. He's totally cool. And yeah, he's Batman's like, like, nope. I am not okay. <laughs> and he takes Victor Freeze's suit, puts himself into it to slow his metabolism down long enough so that he can figure a couple of he things out. give them the plot. Yeah. He's like, hey, guys, it's not zombies. Yeah. It's not zombies. It's the anti-life equation. Yeah. So you're going to have to do that. And it has, like, a cybernetic element to it. So figure that crap out. Yeah. Um... And we see in the background, there is Alfred with his shotgun. Yeah, ready to go. Right. I wish it was had been the elephant gun. From, <laughs> from Predator. Predator. Yeah, that would have <laughs> been great. But I love it where he's just like, yeah, there's no time. Yeah, and Ollie's like, no, that's not, that's not how you're going to go down. Yeah. And Batman's like, no, it would be obvious for me to be the hero of the story. Well, it's But also, instead, we're going to make it about you guys. Right, but he's also not wrong. Ollie's like, you're not going to get taken down by some, like, virus. And, like... Not that Batman gets a chance to say so. No. He's like, he's like, that's obviously not what's not going to happen. Like, no. I'm not going to be taken down by this virus. No, I'm going to get my head blown off by my father. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's crazy. And like, good on Alfred because like Batman finishes his whole thing. He's like, I can feel it. I'm losing it. And then he like breaks the, the, the helmet yep. because like his body's like betraying him and wants to be free of mm-hmm. the, the metabolism hindering um, suit. Yeah. And uh, Alfred ends the transmission. Oh, yeah. So that Damien doesn't hear him, like, losing it. Yeah. Alfred also or has a great he... line in it, too. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, he, he, yeah, he ends the transmission. He says, it shouldn't have ended this way. Not for you. I'm sorry, son. Yeah. And then. And then the, then the book ends. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. Like, good use of those characters. Good way to end the, the story. Yeah. Like, Honestly, though, I really feel like this issue and the first issue. Yeah. Could have been like you could one. have literally been like issue two. You could well, no, I was just gonna say like you could have shortened the, some of the stuff from the first issue and made this maybe an extra long kickoff issue. Yeah, um, because this would have like if I read this as the first issue, I am in. Batman's right. dead. Yeah, like confirmed. Like okay, well, kind of confirmed. We'll see. No body, no death. Yeah. Um, no, but, but like that is like there's a hook. Yeah. Like okay, guys, he gave you the plot. Our team is Superman, his son, and Damian. Damian um, Lois, like Lois, Green Arrow, and, and New Green Lantern. Yes, and and Green, Green Canary. Canary. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited. Yeah, more than I was before. Certainly more than I was before. So, um, we don't have time to really get too deep into it. Yeah, because it really deserves a whole conversation. Because yeah. this issue was of, of Doomsday Clock number ten from Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. Uh, legitimized the reason to do this series. Yes, but upon like more distance from it made me angry we had to wait so long to have an issue this good. Yeah. 
for me. No, you're right. For me, like this was the issue that I was like, well, this is what I've been waiting for. And not only just like answers, but an issue that is so self-referential within it yes. that you spend a lot of your time going back and forth to see the cleverness within it. Yep. And I'm like, this is what this series yep. deserves. It'll read beautifully in the trade. Screw you people in the future who get to read this all together. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it it's so great. Uh it, it it's it's also tragic. So like instead of talking about what happens in it, maybe we'll do, do that in the future, but okay. like it's tragic that Jeff Johns isn't in charge and this book will not be anything but a cool story. Because mm-hmm. it is so important. Like the the message that Johns has about what Doctor Manhattan is, what mm-hmm. he represents, who he's allegoring because you know because who he's who's allegorical for in the actual DC proper, like in the editorial department, yeah, like what this book could mean for the future, the fact that like th- they couldn't do Legion of Superheroes because of the fallout of this book, but Bendis is gonna do the Legion of Superheroes now, right? F, like yeah. the whole thing is just like this book. Really, like, I understand why they hyped it up so much back at, like, New York Comic Con when yeah. they were like, this is the thing! Because it's it could have been the thing to, like, rescue DC from what it's becoming again. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's just going to be a really cool story that references Heroes in Crisis in the Court of Owls. Yeah. So, like, and what I mean by that is... Clearly, they weren't going to make those references, but they are in like they're they they were put in there because of the delays and crap to make it part of this thing to make it feel relevant. Right. When in reality, like all it was going to be was this like, I don't know. I don't know what it was going to be, but like it really was going to be something important. And instead, it's going to be really cool. And like, that's all you can really ask for. And I'm one. I'm glad that heroes that that, that Doomsday Clock is going to be this thing. Mm-hmm. I wish it didn't like change or get affected by its delays mm-hmm. and by the like outside yeah but you know it's still it's still really great it, it honestly is like i like i said i wish we hadn't taken so long to get to get to this to this point yeah um no we were talking about like <sighs> you know the 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 actor and how important he is and how yeah. like he stars in those movies that are in the beginning of the whole series. and Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Doomsday Clock is... It's going to be something great. Yeah. And I am nothing but hyped for the next two issues. Uh, Eleven will come out in two months. Right, right, right. Probably not, though. <laughs> Who knows? They no, say it's... it'll come out in August. My guess is it'll come out in mid-September. Probably. This is like, but this issue was so great. I love the use of the actor, honestly, yeah. to not only show the changing of time, but also show John's like desire to affect change in someone's life, mm-hmm. but passiveness in actually affecting someone's life. Yeah. And like, so like that spurs on like a change in him. Yes. Essentially. Like, it's just so brilliant. And, like, you know, that moment for me when I was reading it and, like, you find out that, like, John foretells his death. Yes. And then I was like, wait a minute, when is this? And I went back to the beginning of the issue when he was on set and he was struggling with his lines and he wouldn't stop filming yeah. the, the scene. I was like, oh, my God. because it's because this he is, knows. This, this is the night he dies. Yeah. And so, so he, he needs to, to get it finished. He wants to finish this film, so it's his last film. Yeah. And I was like, but that's why he's distracted because he's thinking about the fact that he's going to die. And yeah. I'm like... 
this is nuts. Like, yep. this is the kind of issue I've wanted so badly. Yes. I'm not saying it's on par with an Alan Moore issue, but it is the most, like, an homage to Oh, Watchmen. very much so. It actually, it doesn't feel at, like, a pale mm-hmm. impersonation anymore. It yeah. feels like something real. Yes. Uh, and it feels like it has something to say. And yeah. It, well, and it does. It's saying something. Mm-hmm. And it's doing something. And it, like, it, it, it could... I mean, the fact that it establishes the DC as this as a metaverse is is yes. something that could, if there was a level of integrity that matched this book at the editorial level at DC, it could actually reflect a sudden and immeasurable change for the company and the line that allows it to make higher caliber comics. Sadly, it will only be a really cool book. Right. But it could represent, like, a big seismic change in what DC is capable of making. Right. And, like, that's really cool. Yes. And I'm really sad that it's not going to be more, but at least we're getting it. Yeah. It, it says so much about, like, what DC came from, what it turned into, mm-hmm. what it was becoming, and where it could have gone. Yeah. But here we are instead. Yeah. And, like, if... If there, if the delays for the next two issues were to reflect the fact that it won't actually impact anything, that'd be even more kind of brilliant. But I hope it's just its own thing. Like, right. I hope it just it just remains, and people just like, you know, when issue twelve hits the stands, people are like, they run to all their comic book stores and they go to like, you know, they're the, you know they go to DC and they're like, I want this. Yeah, yeah. Make yeah. this the thing. You were. You're not doing this. This is what you could be and what you should be. Yeah. Well, and what I think is unfortunate is that if this isn't doesn't stay within like the canon. Yeah. Um. It 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 actually does the thing that all crises seek to do, which is be clever in the way it changes the history. Yes. It's not just like we need to have like I'm like we go back in time where someone punched the universe or whatever. It's the anti everything. I mean, like, listen, we just finished talking about this book, uh, Justice League, which is like. A fun book. It's really cool. But there's like a guy called the World Forger who hits on a crisis anvil as hard as he can to yeah. change continuity. Yes. Like, that's cool. Right. And it's self-referential. Yeah. It's just a, such a different animal from this. Yeah. How it's like, no, here's how continuity has changed. Yeah. Here's how the universe shifts and where and, and what the linchpin of it is. Yeah. As opposed to like a big blue enduring creature hits a big metaphorical but literally physical thing that changes reality like no it's true it's two different approaches to the same goals yeah and you know and you and and whatever you like more is the side you fall on in terms of like the kind of stories you enjoy right but like it's 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 genius it is and i feel like it, it, there's room for for all types. We've seen so many different crises. A lot of them often using a lot of the same tropes in order to achieve things or to achieve change in stories. Yeah. Um, but with this, it's like I don't know. Like, if you're gonna bring back Watchmen yeah. and do something with it, right. this is the thing to do. And it honestly, like I know we've all used like heard this term around here, but it, it circumvented what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, because everyone was like, "Oh, he created the superheroes," and it seemed to be going that way. And it's like, no, no, no. He came. He stumbled upon this universe. Yep. And he affected change in a different way. Not at the beginning of anything. Right. Like which he, is yeah, which yeah. is such a great metaphor for like people who come into comics. Yes. Like, I didn't make 
what I came into, but I can change it. Yes. But only a little bit. Yep. But the little changes can affect huge impact yeah. on the, later on. Yes. Like, well, and honestly, that's what I've been, that's what we've been talking about on this channel forever. Right. Like, Doomsday Clock is almost like a representation of what we're doing. Because like, and I don't mean like what, how the impact, I mean what we've been talking about. Yeah. Like, we're talking about, like, when I get upset about, like, One More Day or Heroes in Crisis or whatever comic I'm complaining about that people think I'm an asshole for saying. Sure. Like, what I'm saying is the things here impact other things. It's a butterfly effect that yeah. influences the books. And while, like, yeah, sometimes the harmless change or sometimes I, I prefer that change, the, the, the seismic, uh, like, impact it has causes untold ramifications that adversely affect the the reality of comics. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're talking about. That's yeah. what Doomsday Clock attempts to, to discuss. Right, right. In a cool book that looks great. Right, right, right. That's unbelievable. Yeah, there's also something, and again, this is like, this book I think is going, like, we've all said this before, it's going to read differently as a trade. Yeah. And like, I can't wait. Yeah. Honestly, after this issue, I simply cannot wait to read the rest of it and then go back with this specific issue in mind and reread it. Yeah. Cause because you're going to see references. You're going to see references to it, but it's like, I do wonder if John's is also like making a reference or putting a sort of like subliminal message in there to comic fans where it's like, things like this may happen. Like new 52 happened and it really changed what you thought of characters like Superman. Yeah. But nothing is forever. Right. You know what I mean? Like the DC universe itself fixed itself. And yes. Like it, it, it well, took it, this change and it did like at the end of the day, like it happened, but like now it didn't. Yeah. And like, that's what comics are a lot of the times where it's like, here's a change. And sometimes the change sticks, but not always. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I do wonder how much is more of that we're going to see within this. And again, going back and rereading it with that in mind. Yes. Like, is John saying like, relax everybody. Yeah. Like, changes in forever. It's amazing, the, the end of this issue. Yeah. It's just... Like, because, well, you know, you, you talk about, like, the, 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 the DCEU and the V52 and, like, where DC's been going. And, like, you know, one could say that DC has been trying to make, like, adult comics or has been trying to be, like, more, you know, like, gritty and dark. and Or it's accidentally or inadvertently become that. And it's, like... like Manhattan characterizes the DC universe as a universe of hope. Yes. And his influence has changed it. And it's like, that's so amazing to say that like, cause DC is at its core an optimistic mm -hmm. reality, but we've only focused on the negative or on the dark. Yeah. 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 Like even Batman is a being of hope because like this person who was born from trauma makes himself into the greatest ideal the of change man. he wants to see yeah like, he becomes the change like, that he wants to even see. batman is an optimistic story but yeah. like superman of course is like the most obvious example of that and it's like uh, we could talk about it for an hour and a half and i don't want to do that right now <laughs> but, like, maybe we'll do a whole episode we gotta make we, we gotta get everybody to get on this and yeah talk about this because this is just like 
That, this, but that's one issue of Doomsday Clock. But like, and that's what's so funny is this issue. Like, the one Sal had read it, and like I hadn't like read it yet. The last time, like last Monday, we were going to do an episode. Yeah, we were going to try to do an episode, and then like I started reading it, and he's like, "Don't rush through it." And I was like, "He's like, it'll take you a bit," and I was like, "No way!" And it literally took me longer to read this comic than it had any other or issue of this of this series. series because I kept going back. Yeah. Like being like, okay, wait, what? Wait, right. whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. This, that, wait, hang on. Exactly. Like, there's just so much going on in it. And then we literally had like an hour and a half, two hour conversation about it, which we did not record. No. Um. <laughs> which is, I think, positive because it means that we still live our lives. We're right. Not like, My right. life is content. No, exactly. So but like, and like subscribe. this is the type of comics I, that get me excited. And like, honestly, I haven't been super excited about this book. I've enjoyed the art. I've enjoyed some of the moments in it. But this issue, I was like... This is such this is a thought-provoking like issue. Well, this is the issue that justifies its existence. This is yeah. the issue where like the 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 thesis is revealed yes. in the narrative. Where you're yes. like, oh, yeah. that's what Doomsday Clock's about. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for like doing that for not being influenced by like a million blogs, columns, and YouTube videos that said Doctor Manhattan created the DC universe. Yeah. Or you, like, well, you know, Doctor Manhattan did this. It's like you don't know. No. Like we 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 don't know. And, and that's why every time we said like, you know, Doctor Manhattan created the universe, probably not. We don't know. No, you know, idea. I don't know. And it's like because that's what this is about. And it's like really cool. Yes. No. We. It, uh, so. <laughs> but, uh, really quick, just before because I want to address the super chats and then wrap up the show. And okay. We're gonna do it tied in with what we're saying about Doomsday Clock. Sure. Uh, Cash Money in the Bank says, thanks for being awesome. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. And he also follows it up by saying, I started reading DC with Rebirth and agree Doomsday Clock is great. Yay. Even not being a big continuity buff, it works for me and makes good on promises of Rebirth itself. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you can see how Johns was like, we're going to do DC Universe Rebirth and it's going to tie in with this thing. Yep. And I promise you, we're going to make good on these things. And yeah. it's like, it is connected. Uh-huh. And actually, one should probably read DC Universe Rebirth and then start reading Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Because like, yeah. It, it's the closest thing to a line-wide control. Like, it, it's what I've been saying forever. Where it's like, you should have a whiteboard and cork boards and everyone's on the same page mm-hmm. and we're going to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. And we're going to get here. And if you do this, you better make sure it, reach, it reaches that because that's where we're heading as an interconnected universe and as a publishing line. Yeah. And as long as like you can still be creative and tell your story, but just don't do that. Like yeah. you can tell your story, but you can't use this character because he's going to be someplace. Like they, they do that all the time and they do it for, for, for mundane reasons or for the the noblest of reasons. Right, like, right, I've right. seen it and I've heard it. We talk about it. If you watch our episode of Elseworlds Exchange where I talk to Josh Williamson about how like, uh, what's it called? He, he pitched an idea and he's like, you can't, you know, you can't use this character or I don't know about that character. Sometimes it's editorial being like, I don't necessarily agree with you on that direction. Or sometimes they're like, I don't want you to use this, this or this. And it's right. like, sometimes it's because they have plans for that character. Other times it's because they don't agree with you. But like, you know, for the, for you to at least have a noble direction of your line, and mm-hmm. that being the reason why you're influencing creatives, you know, it's not necessarily stifling. You know, my concern is, of course, like you know, don't stifle your creator. But right. Like, but if you if, if it's if it's if it's like you know Warner Comics and you're using characters that are made movies out of, like you you don't have a hundred percent say. Which what yeah. this book's about actually. Like you don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to influence them. You don't get to re- reinvent Batman because because the universe is gonna re- re- it's gonna fix itself. Yeah. It's gonna shake you off. Right. You know, like 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 a tick. Right, right, right. You're only along for the ride for a temporary period of time. But, uh, you know, 
anyway. There's one other book. Oh, yeah, I he also we... says, you can skip the button, though. <laughs> I mean, like... Kind of. Yeah, but, like, you there's know what, the cool button... Stuff. But, like, fabrics are, it's really good, and the yeah. story's kind of neat. It's There's some interesting stuff there, but, yeah. like, it was, it was just, certainly was just a, like, hold on, everybody, don't worry, we're gonna do something. Yeah, dude, the button is clearly, like, well... It's a stop take gap. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Gary needs more time. <laughs> it's the appetizer. Yes. <laughs> what you were saying? Like... Oh, well, there is one book I think we said we were going to talk about, and it might Oh, crap! Cover. Last Night on Earth! Yeah. It's really... I was like, wait a minute, I... Think that was the actual cover? Yes, it's for of this, this episode. episode. Yeah, Batman and we last night. Talk about yeah, it. Yeah, Batman last night on Earth uh, from Snyder and Capullo. It's the last uh, hurrah for those two char- for those two creators on the character. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, that it, it's the last one. You mean? Yeah. No. No, it's not. No. Not until he has another one. Yeah. But like for right now, this might be the end of the story train for this universe. Fine by me. Maybe he has another one. I don't know. We'll see. Going on. But it's cool. Like, uh, it's, you know what? It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It's fun because like you think you know where it's going, and they were they they were happy to lead you down that down that road because yeah. they thought you know because like the, the they they released the first six pages in every DC book about like how or not the first six but like six of the pages to make yeah. you think like oh it's that story it's this. I've seen this before. I've seen this before I've seen this in Batman before Batman yeah. wakes up in Arkham Asylum and the whole thing's a dream Herpeter. or like you can't what's the real reality I don't know yes Whatever. Batman the fiction or is Bruce Wayne blah right and then he's gonna go on some sort of like crazy walkabout and it's like no, no like out of the gate Senator's like it's not this yeah it's not this yeah it's not this it's, it's not, not this. this and it's not this yeah and you're like well, well, what the is it? <laughs> There's only three issues, man. Yeah, and I gotta tell you, like, that is kind of one of my complaints about this book. It's yes. just how it, it feels like it's a couple of stories crammed together right now. Right. And I and I don't know if that's just because he wanted to, like, get some of these, like, preconceived ideas out of our heads. Right. So that he could tell his story without, us, like, worrying, or without worrying about what we were going to be thinking was yes. going on and not be disappointed by something. But don't think about that. Yeah, but, Write like, your story. Don't think about that. I know. And I, I don't know if that's true because I don't know the guy at all. No, it's but, true. Like, Honestly, we, we it just kind of, to me, felt a little... It needed a little more editing, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it, it just needed a little tighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, it looks beautiful, and I think there's something cool here, and it's not like I'm not going to read the rest of it. It just was like, okay. Right. Well, then what are you talking about? Like, well, then what is it about? No, and, like, I don't mind the mystery. No, yeah. And, again, it just was just so, like, we're over here, and we're over here, and we're over here, and we're over here. Yeah, but not in, here like, a fun Indiana story. Jones globetrotting way. Yeah. You know, like, we're all over the place in terms of story. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with you. It's, this first issue is not my favorite first issue of Snyder's. No. It is, uh, I think it's some of Capullo's best work. It is stunning. It's, it's better than metal in terms of art. Uh, all right. Like, I think it's better than metal. Okay. I mean, like, I dig a lot of, like, the character redesigns that we get to see here. He's clearly playing with a lot of things. Yep. I like to think that his work on Reborn kind of prepped him for some of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. If you're not familiar, Image pushed, published a book from Mark Miller yep. and Greg and, Glow. Yeah. Greg says he's not going to do, he might not be able to do the second one. That, I don't know. That's going to be a real shame. I agree. Um, But yeah, I mean, like, I'm definitely going to check it out. I mean, that preview image. Oh, yeah. It's messed up. Oh, it's me again. With what looks like Scarecrow on the back with, like, bat syringe hands. I'm still not sure this isn't all in his head. Oh, yeah. No, the whole thing could be a fucking... I'm really sure not not sure about that. I hope not. All all I'm saying is, are we ever going to get any, like, closing on the story of the fact that Commissioner Gordon was one-time Batman? Because it's just no. like, they we're never going to acknowledge that again. They're never going to do that. 
Yeah, because we were talking about that. We made a comment where it was like, what what, what, what dangling plot threads are left for Snyder? And I'm yeah. like, I go, what happened to Mr. Bloom? Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gordon's only villain. Yes, yes. Well, that's Gordon's and villain. And his son. But yeah. like, that's Gordon's villain. He wouldn't show up here. No. Unless Gordon shows up, which I think he's dead. <laughs> I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, and I do, I always It's objectively cool. It is objectively cool, and I always appreciate Snyder's relationship between um, Batman and, and Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. And, like, we definitely see some of that mm-hmm. in here. Um, and in this way, and in this version of it, instead of seeing Batman, like, betraying or hurting Alfred, it's almost the reverse side yeah. of it, where, like, Alfred's trying to help him and protect him, and in, in a way, like, betraying who Batman is. Yes. Um, he's protecting Bruce. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's cool. Like, again... This is a cool, objectively cool and fun book. Yeah. I just didn't think it was the strongest kickoff. No. Uh, Which maybe that means that the ending's going to be great, because I know Snyder doesn't always stick the landing. No, not especially. But uh, he's so proud of it, and he's so excited about it, and that level of enthusiasm uh, should be heeded by somebody who has earned a good favor from his great work, and this book doesn't suck. Right. So it's not like, okay, I, I, I would normally never rec- recommend this book, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, no, I, I recommend this book wholeheartedly. Yeah. It's cool, mm-hmm. and I dig it, and I think it's some of Capullo's best work. Right. Do I think it's some of Snyder's best work? Not especially, but, but maybe I think... not yet, but that's the face off a of first issue. And that's the thing, is that, like, we're seeing a lot of, like, we're seeing, like, probably the apex of decompressed storytelling in comics nowadays, where mm-hmm. it's like... Once Hickman got out, like once the Hickman genie came out of the bottle, they were like, everyone decompress your stories across years. Like, don't don't do anything unless it's going to be paid off eight issues from now. Also, we're going to cancel books way early. Like, it's just a mess. <laughs> but uh, but like the fact that Snyder is playing the long game with a three issue book is worthy of giving it some pause. And thinking about it in that respect. It's why, like, Scott actually asked me, he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't want to tell you. Yeah, because I, I don't, don't know. know it's one issue. Yeah. There's no way of knowing. I can tell you that I think it's some of Greg's best work. That's what I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, because I can see that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can see the finished product. Yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> it looks really cool. And and I really appreciate the switcheroos. You know, like, I appreciate that, like, it's mm-hmm. this. Oh, no, it's that. Yeah. And they did it two more times. I'm like, all right. Um, and I don't really care about the Joker trope of him being in the thing. I really don't either. I don't. I don't really care at all. No, and I'm, but I'm sure we'll get some like you know great lesson out of this, and it'll be cool. I'm sure there'll be moments where it's like really really neat. But like I just I'm like fine whatever. Well, the problem is I don't like Snyder's Joker. He's fine. I don't like it. It's fine. It's not my Joker. Okay, that's fair. And so so any great lesson that Snyder's Joker could impart is lost on me. Right. But uh, I appreciate that like. I'm in the far minority right. of of most of the th- of most of my opinions, and so like I uh, I think it'll be cool. Like, all I can ask for is that it's cool, and so far they're delivering 100. percent Right. So like we'll see how it goes, but like I recommend it. Okay. I think you gotta read it because it's like it'll be out on time. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's also like listen, if you were on board for a bunch of the other Snyder books, you probably should read this yes. just simply because of the fact that like it probably is connected to the works he's done before, and so you might have a greater appreciation. for Absolutely, it. if you loved his run, you're gonna love this. For me, I just like I know uh, like some of the teeth has been pulled from the Black Label like line, but like. It's a worthwhile endeavor, and I want them to be able to, like, learn from mistakes yeah. and move on. Like, it would be really cool if, uh, by the way, thank you, Major Zuma, for your super chat. Thank you. Um, 
I would like it. Okay, like maybe I don't believe this, but if we all have to lie to each other and our and everyone about this, maybe we went too far with Batman Damned. But wouldn't it be nice if we could work our way back there someday? Yes. With this line. Yeah. So let's do that. Like let's all just like support this cool initiative, but really support what this initiative was created to do in the first place, mm-hmm. which is push the envelope and, tr- and 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 create new, interesting, or outrageous art. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's which not is, make it so that it's like, it's just, it's Elseworlds or something. I don't know, whatever. You know what's frustrating for me about this whole thing? Yeah. Other than all the stuff. Other than everything? What Black Label is supposed to be, that's what Vertigo is supposed to be. Yeah. And you're considering canceling that. And I'm just like... I just, I just don't understand. Right. I, I, yeah. Although that being said, Vertigo is not a alternate reality Batman publishing label. No. Which is exactly what Black Label has become. It seems to be going that way. Black Label is like, hey, let's just make Elseworlds. Elseworlds was practically just an alternate Batman storyline anyway. I know. There were a lot of Elseworlds books, but if you look at the comparison between Batman and other DC it's characters, Batman. well, because everybody's got like a like a pitch for where Batman could be, yeah, like Batman, Batman in space, what, Batman doing? in that's, the 1800s, whatever. Exactly, but it's like you know what, like that's what like Vertigo was supposed to be. It was supposed to be some books with, with teeth to them. You yes. know what I mean? Like, well, it's supposed it's, to push the envelope, and we're like finding new creators, and we're yes. giving them a platform, and we're letting them like change comics yes and i get it like they wanted to change what the idea of vertigo was and yeah. so like maybe that's where black label is gonna fill in but it's like if that's what you're gonna do then black label where's my sandman or my uh, swamp thing book right where's my hellblade well and they they keep making them but like but like nobody's buying over- them and the, or they're not doing what they're well, supposed be, to be doing well yeah because it's like you're like you're not in an imprint that lets you do the things that you probably should be doing here's the other thing about that and uh, obviously like, you already canceled swamp thing over on a dc universe you know yeah so get that's for dead. clerical errors apparently <laughs> yeah. no, funny thing, okay so like swamp thing hellblazer like sandman stuff like that yeah you know what i'm thinking yeah they did it like they did it already like maybe the reason why swamp thing hellblazer the dreaming haven't worked again it's because they've done it well yeah no like, they've done it no but i mean like you will never do better. No, I'm sure you won't. So don't do it anymore. Mm. Like start tr- start challenging yourself to make new stuff or that kind of thing to other stuff. Fine. You know, like okay, Swamp Thing. It was cool already with Len Wein. Then more did something special with it. Yes. But like maybe you'll never be able to top more. <laughs> and like no, I'm not I'm saying like... more is God, but like maybe you won't be able to top more. On that. I get it. And so, like, don't anymore. Stop pushing it. Hellblazer, maybe only three people could ever really write Hellblazer. And that's all you can do with that character. Do something else. I guess. You know? I'm just thinking in terms of, hi, I'm running a business. I get it. And I would like people to purchase my books for right now. Right. I would have launched with a, like, five to six issue mini on each of those characters. Yes. On a vertical imprint to get people in. I wouldn't have done that unless I was certain that the creators I have had something fucking new and dynamite to to produce. Well, again, hang on. We're... We're in a universe where I'm in charge of Vertigo. You, so you know they are. Yeah. That's true. I trust your judgment, editorially speaking, to find new and creative talent. Probably um, not. But with me, I would have just been like, okay, well, like if we want to sell more Swamp Thing, how about an absolute edition of Alan Moore and oh, Len sure. Wein Swamp Thing? Sure. Boom. I got $150 per book. That's the end of that. Next, Hellblazer. Same exact thing. Two of them. Right. A big absolute edition and one of those beautiful oversized editions. Right. Like, well, the, the point of this, this whole conversation, though, was the fact that it's like you're canceling, you're potentially canceling 
Vertigo. Yeah. And you took the teeth out of Black Label. Right. Oh, and Young Animal was never anything. Well, it was. But, but like, only, but, but again, only people one book survived. Truly succeeded out of it. Yeah. Then that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said they want to see Tom King write uh, Swamp Thing. He did already. Oh, yeah, Check did. it out. It wasn't great. I wasn't a fan. <laughs> yeah. For me. He wrote, also put Swamp Thing in his terrible Batman run. Oh, really? Yeah. They ride in a car together. It's fun. I don't want to talk about Heroes in Crisis, but it's I, not in Heroes in Crisis. No, oh. no, but I do want to. I, I, I want to just leave us with a little question. This is supposed to take place in continuity, right? Heroes in Crisis. Yes. Yeah. And Poison Ivy dies, yeah. and then she comes back yeah. because of the green, mm-hmm. which was burned. Yeah. No, but she put her essence in the flower, though. Okay, so I guess she's part of the Parliament of Flowers now because that's a thing. There you go. But they don't know. But that. they didn't say that anyway. <laughs> yeah, no. Make it the Parliament of Flowers. That would actually make sense instead of what happened. In nine issues, but uh, <laughs> there you go. I yeah, I don't want to get mad about that, but like I'm just like, but like literally, it's just happening. Yeah, uh, but, and it's like not even consequential to your story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so there you have it. Yeah, but uh, we talked a lot. We did about stuff. We did, we did. We want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We don't have any recommendations this week. There's not a lot of strong books out there we want to read, so we're just gonna save. I, and it I that. honestly barely finished reading the list before we started mm-hmm. because I was like, okay. Uh, Symbiote Spider-Man's out. Check it out. Yeah, and uh, I guess... Unfortunately, Greg Landstrom. But, like, listen, if you want to see what Bendis is doing with all these ad pages that have been in your DC Comics, Leviathan's also coming out. Yes, I'm not reading it. Not, I'm not... No. (laughs) There's enough... There are enough people reading it that I don't have to. And I'm not saying that because, like, I'm going to hear what they're going to... They have to say. It's more like, you don't need my dollars. Right. It's going to sell anyway. Oh, yeah, sure. And I don't care. Right. (laughs) Anyway, we'll see you guys next time with another episode off the rack. Of course, there's so much more on this channel you can check out if you are new here and you've stuck around this long despite our very strong opinions on subjects that probably poked some kind of important thing on you. We're not saying that we're like the end all be all. No. It's just our opinions. It's just just, opinions. And we're not saying that your opinion sucks. We're just saying that our opinion is different from yours. But uh, check it out. We also have bad issues, back issues, uh, Elseworlds Exchange, Letters page, so much more here on this channel that you can explore and enjoy. Hopefully you do. And uh, yeah, so like the video, subscribe to our channel. Hopefully it helps us out, you know. And other than that, uh, we'll see you guys then. Yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, also you're on the Purple Channel. Go check that out too. I am playing uh, some Bloodborne. Yeah, you're playing Bloodborne right now. Twitch.tv slash TV. I, I basically, it's like, I, we, we've been equating it to Gotham by Gaslight, which I kind of want to now see Batman. Have you seen that? They did, they, did, they almost made that game. There's uh, some test footage out there. The cape just physics saying, are great. I just well, I have a cape now, but I want to see Batman in the world of Bloodborne. But I did accidentally kind of make Batwoman. Oh yeah, that's right. The Rucka one. You did kind of. But uh, check that out. <laughs> also, uh, really quick, uh, if you uh, are on Twitter, uh, follow Tiffany on uh, twitter.com or twitter.com slash therealzoobs. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah, thank you. You, you need some followers. You, you say some funny things and you, and you and you share some neat stuff. And if you want to follow me and find out more updates on. Uh, Compop and what I'm doing. It's uh, yeah. twitter.com slash Sal says what. Yeah. And hey, even if you're listening to this later on, go over and check out that bat issues today because that was honestly great. And yeah, I had we really, so much fun. We jump into it. We talk about like old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We talk about old. What's it called? Uh, Frank Miller. Yeah. Doing something kind of cool. Yeah. So like, and it's great. Like it's, it's such a good conversation. Yeah, it really is. Story, so really I get into high, it. I recommend 10 out of 10. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I want that show to be like that all the time. <laughs> Me too. We'll see how it goes. Okay. I'm probably not though. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long. <laughs>